tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Over and over again. Joy, 99.7 FM. We bring you joy on the airwaves. another exciting edition of your favorite business development program on Radio Masterclass. Masterclass is powered by Joy Business and brought to us by Goyle. Goyle, good energy. Goyle, yenara, yedia. Masterclass comes your way every Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. and runs all the way through to 2.15 p.m. here on your superstation, Joy 99.7. My name, as always, is Yabana Fo, and I'm glad to be your host for today's edition of Masterclass. In the last couple of weeks, we started a conversation on mental health in the workplace. Mental health is such a broad and big conversation that we've taken time to sort of dissect it. In the first week, we sort of talked about the introduction to the conversation. We've talked about the symptoms, the solutions, and all of that. Today, we're going to be looking at another part of the conversation, which looks, looks at using stress to increase performance, using stress to increase performance. Before we go into today's conversation, however, here's what I remember from last week's conversation. We will do a recap by all means before we start. And when we get interactive at some point, I'd like for you to tell us what you have picked up so far and what are you applying at your place of work, whether you're an employee, whether you're a business owner, whether you're a CEO, a GM, or a supervisor, what are the learnings that you've picked up regarding the conversation here on Masterclass regarding mental health and how are you applying them? But here's what I picked up um, from our conversation last week. Um, I picked up four things, actually. The first is that stress can be totally, cannot be totally eliminated, but it can be managed intentionally by you. It cannot be totally eliminated, but it can be managed intentionally by you. The second thing I also picked up from our conversation last week is that whenever you're in a stressful situation, remember to breathe. And I think here on the show, we talked about how to breathe properly. Maybe we'll touch on that um, a bit more today, but whenever you're in a stressful situation, remember to breathe. I remember I was having a chat with our resource person, Akusia Adiman Mark Okai, who's a renowned psychologist and also a Gestalt practitioner. And she said to me, says, Yao, whether you stress it or you don't, the day has started and it will end. So sometimes just take a step back and breathe. The third thing I picked up here in the conversation on mental health is also that you must be resilient and able to bounce back from adverse situations. You must be resilient and able to bounce back from adverse situations. Oftentimes we ask the question, why me? You know, there are a lot of people around me, why is it happening to only me? But why not you? When the good things come, you know, it's also you as well sometimes. And it's only sometimes the hard things that build us and causes us to build, you know, some kind of resilience so that we can become stronger. Hard times build strong people. I've heard that somewhere. And the last thing I picked up from a conversation last week is that we must learn to forgive others and move on. We must learn to forgive others and move on. 
In today's conversation, we'll be looking at using stress to increase performance. And we're privileged to have back with us here in the studio a psychologist, a Gestalt practitioner, Akosia Ajiman Mark. Okay. Akosia, you're welcome back to the conversation. Thank you. I mean, I, I, I took a look at your slides and I thought, wow, such depth of information. And I hope that the people who have missed this show, you can always go back to our Facebook page and play back some of those videos. Every information that we share here is pro bono. You don't have to pay for it. Just put your dial right here. Listen to it. Akosia has also been magnanimous to oblige us a couple of slides for those of us who like to write and make notes and for flow of thought and for, for those who like to also follow the conversation. We will be sharing some of those slides here on our Facebook page. So by all means, do tune in if you want to watch us live or you want to follow those slides. Go to our Facebook page and follow this conversation. We're talking about hormones and how they affect our bodies the last time. Sometime in the show later, I did a bit of work on what kind of hormone does what. Not all of them. And for those of our listeners who are medical practitioners, it will be helpful to give us some insight. We can't have all the information in one place. So when we do get interactive, either send us your comments or pick up that phone, give us a call, and talk to us about hormones and what they do to us and why we should avoid certain stressful scenarios or otherwise. I think that will be, will be helpful. Um, for those of us who also do not know our, our guest for today, she's authored books like Don't Lie to Me, Pause, Change is Here, Next Level Thinking and Entrepreneurship. I will go through her, her resume at some point in the show when we have a bit of time, but one thing you should know about her is that she's helped train over 10,000 entrepreneurs in different African countries on entrepreneurial behavior. And her resume goes on and on and on and on. Um, Akusia, can we do a quick recap maybe of uh, last week's conversation? Sure, and sure. sort of tie it into... Okay. Uh, what we're expecting to do today. And tell us about the, the program okay. that you had. Okay. How did it go? And okay. um, if anybody wants to be a part of it, yes. how else can they reach out? Maybe, right. we, maybe we start with that instead. Okay, yes. so yes. first, uh, good afternoon to our listeners. And all too soon, we are at the end of the month. And we've been through um, a couple of things, like you said, uh, what uh, mental wellness means and what is not. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've talked about the fact that it's determined by your perception. So you are the con- in control. Mm. What you do is what your mind or what you say to your mind is what you will do. And this is important to ground ourselves in our beliefs and our values and our perceptions mm. so that we are anchored and we don't get you know swayed too much out of range. Mm. And then we said that... Um, when we are we don't have mental wellness um it's because it's being caused by some kind of stress that is happening um to us or which we are perceiving as a stressor and that we should be careful about how this energy that is um in us is uh, um uh, expended because it has dangers, there are warning signs. We looked at the warning signs and then we looked at the coping strategies, mm. which we said it's about, um, you know, great farms, mm-hmm. you know, uh, breathing and all that sort of uh, thing. Yes. So today we are going to look at all right, if stress will happen, or I will, I haven't gotten to the point where I neutral about most things and it's causing stress in me how can i use this now 
the good things that we've given, or the <laughs> well, the good and the bad, is that we've given stress a bad name so far, and today we're going to give it some kind of good that can come out of it. But it all depends on you again. So um, today we are looking at maintaining our mental wellness by using stress to increase performance. You remember we talked about the workplace that is not just about the individual um, having mental wellness, but it's also the workplace environment uh, being created to support the individuals who are your key resource person. Mm -hmm. So um, if, if um, you are able to get your resource, your key resource, in a good place, then that's quality and that's an advantage to the company uh, to perform even better. And so, I uh, yes, and to talk about the program on Saturday, it was fun, fun, fun. The, the uh, Congratulations to those of you who made it. And um, they learned a lot. They've already put it in, into practice. They have a, a platform and uh, it's amazing the kind of things they're doing and saying to each other in three days, you know. Uh, we, I must apologize for those of you who could not get in, even though you had paid. Uh, it is our policy that we keep our numbers small because it's, it's intimate and it's personal and otherwise we are not effective. And so the next one will be on the 18th of March. So those of you who paid and couldn't get in, you can come in on the 18th of March and anybody else who wants to join. But it's first come, first served. Mm. And... Um, the classes are limited. So that's what I have to say about that. Um, so today we are moving from stress to something called eustress. Mm. You know, if you take stress, it can um, exhibit itself as distressful, leading to disease, or eustress, which is the positive, helpful stress that motivates Hard work improves performance, you know, and it re helps you to reach your goals in spite of the challenges. Mm. Now, where does this come from? Let's just do a quick review of what we said the stress chain reaction is. Mm. So here I am, I've come to work and I'm stressed out. I recognize that, okay? So even as I'm stressed out, now I'm beginning to send messages to my brain and um, to my sympathetic nervous system, you know, let's just call it SNS. Um, so it's, it's telling me, look, you have to take some action. Something is, is threatening you. It's not right. It's not right. You remember this guy, what he said to you in the meeting. Remember this guy, how he packed his car, and so on and so forth. It's all being determined by you and your perceptions of the people that you work with. Uh, the, the job, that the assignment, is, is, is the goal is too high. I can't do it. Mm. Uh, and today, yeah, I'll, The targets are not realistic. The, yes, exactly. The <coughs> famous line about targets not being realistic. And it's amazing how we don't protest until we haven't reached it, <laughs> you know? Um, all right, so now my brain is alert and um, I'm, I'm ready to kind of go. So then cortisol, which is that <coughs> hormone that helps us to take action, go into action in a fight or flight mode, um, is released into the bloodstream. So cortisol is not a bad thing. It is only a bad thing when it is in for prolonged 
periods because we, we are consistently um, um, thinking of things as stressors. It is supposed to be there for emergencies. I've seen a threat, I've got to move out, all right? But when we don't, we are, you remember last week I talked about the fact that it's like you're on, um, on your marks, get set, and you're in that position, ready to move, time. and for a long time you don't move. So when these um, cortisols and adrenaline and so on are, are, are released into our bodies, then the decision to make it into a de-stress Remember, it's energy. Mm -hmm. How do I release this energy? As a de-stress or as a eustress? So the E-U-S-T-R-E-S is eustress. It's a positive one. It's a positive one. All right, so here you are. Your heart is beating very fast. You're breathing fast. There's a lot of energy. Mm -hmm. Your senses are sharpened. Now, what do I use it for? Now, if your perception of the situation is wrong. You have all this energy, but it is not going to be used, used properly. Anything, yes. You know, and it's just there. Whereas, where you think of it positively, you use that energy and you think that, oh, this is, you know, manageable for me to use to spare me on. So, for example, if I'm coming to sit here to do this, there has to be some kind of stress. Oh, how is it going to turn out today? What was... It moves me to, to make sure that the situation is improved. Otherwise, I'd be bored, I'd be complacent, which is the most dangerous take it as, uh, situation. As business as usual. Yes, business as usual. And most of us are in that mode. But business is not as usual. In fact, it'd be interesting if every week you could improve yourself by maybe 1% and see what did I do that has improved myself. In one year, that will be 12%. Will this example suffice for um, a eustress situation which led to great performance? If you had to give a speech, let's say, before, um, let's say, you're in education, so you have to give a speech at a forum of headmasters and the GES, for example, and you're a teacher, and this is your big stage, and it's an opportunity to make a good impression. There's no second chance for a first impression. Would the thought of it and the anxiety therefore created be able to force you to say, look, what are some of the mistakes I could make? I could forget my script, so I will have a sheet printed. I have to go over my points. I have to be ready to speak fluidly. I should get a coach. Yes, but remember it's a decision you made. Otherwise, it could also be used differently in the because you could stand could there and freeze. to call in sick and not show up yes, and yes. turn off my phone. Or just <laughs> and instead of reading to get more knowledge, because obviously these people have more knowledge than you have and what is likely to come up and what can I answer, it's pushing you to become more knowledgeable, all right? Mm -hmm. And how shall I um, present myself? And what even shall I wear? And how shall I say it? So like you're saying, it is the point where you make a choice. Am I going to be frozen by this? Or am I going to move and flow? Where would you put this into a scenario where people think of things like this and decide to push it away and say, I'll be fine without preparation? No, that's denial. That's denial. That's denial. And, and you push that way and not prepare? It's, it's just like 
being in the planning negative. Planning to fail. Yes, you're planning to fail. Some would not show up at all. Some would just disappear. You have already failed. <laughs> you know, but that is not your aim. And that is why it's always good to anchor yourself. Who am I and what do I want mm. in this situation? You have to know what you want. And that is why um, I think earlier on one of the weeks I was talking about people who are in organizations who get overloaded. And so they give the impression to the bosses that they never finish their work. And so they don't get the promotion because you don't know how to manage your time. Mm. All right? So you, that's when you have to learn how to say, no, I have to finish my work before I help other people yes. out. And even sometimes when we are in situations where we are very exceptional at work, we always get the right answers and so on and so forth. Mm. The temptation is always to let it out. But maybe it would be good to hold on. Maybe somebody might have another idea. A better idea. Exactly. So you're managing, you're calibrating the energy that is coming um, out. Mm. So stress can be a good thing, but it's decided by you. You make all the decisions. Yes. You make all the decisions. So, for example, um, if I decided that, look, I'm stressed, but I'm going to use the stress for my good so that by the time I finish, I must know that I've used my energy productively. You see, you're beginning, you remember, we talked about focus and the many voices in your head. And now you're shifting intentionally that, no, I'm going to use my energy uh, productively. I am going to focus on this one thing that I have to do and not any, let anything distract me. Mm -hmm. And uh, that in turn motivates you to do better. All right? And then because you are learning around it, uh, you, you also feel that this is manageable. It's not impossible. You know, said I was telling you about this exercise about uh, dividing a circle yes. with four limited, you know, resources mm -hmm. and dividing it into 11 parts. Most people's first reactions is not possible, even without trying. And then they try and then they get eight parts. And I tell them, yes, so think, be creative. And they get it. Mm. But there are different levels of thinking. It depends on where you get stuck. And this is what Crossbridge is about. Our main purpose, mission, is to teach people in organizations to think to the next level. And so mental wellness is an offshoot of this. Mm -hmm. But the main thing is, how do I think? Nobody seems to teach us how to think. We just assume, I've, I've, I've moved this person from manager to executive. He has to think like an executive. No, he continues to teach us. But that's another story. So we feel excited because now we think we can manage. And don't forget, as you get excited, the happy hormones are also released. Dopamine. You can think properly, better. And then, of course, um, we do it. And we, we see that the performance is improved and we become more, uh, you know, confident mm -hmm. and um, our positive expectations are fulfilled. Mm. So it's the choice. The key lesson is choice. And where there's choice, there are alternatives. The thing is to make the right choice. choice. Yes. Because if you don't, you'll find people who... Uh, going into using stress and becoming distressed. Even look at the word distressed. Mm -hmm. You know, um, they are restless, and uh, you don't know what they they're doing. You know, you just find yourself going up and down. Your your fingers 
and, and hands are shaking and so on. You can't focus mm -hmm, mm -hmm. on any one particular thing. In fact, you wish this thing would be procrastinated <laughs> or you, you will get somebody else to do it. Yes. You see how you're using your energy. In the, in the, in the, and then fear is increased in you. Anxiety. You are anxious, you are concerned, and then you feel overwhelmed. And obviously, you're not going to be able to you know, do Act. or perform yeah. properly. And you hear people saying, I've thought I'm tired. I've always said that people are a function of their orientation and therefore the things you see, the things you know, the things you've experienced growing up or up until the time you have to make a certain decision are the things that influence you. I have noticed that a lot of the times when people are in a difficult situation and they have to make a decision, when they can't make a decision, they ask. Asking isn't such a bad thing, but it becomes, I just want to know what you think about it in this scenario where instead of making the right decision, we've been conditioned to almost always copy the wrong decision. So you talk to your friend and say, um, when you were last in the situation, what did you do? Then the person's fears and anxieties are projected onto you. And they say, as for me, this thing, I can't do it all. Yes, I can't do that it. is so why you have, you have to choose your circles. So we need to project the argument that says, do you. Don't do the next person. Somebody lesson. else. Don't try to be somebody else. Be you. Find be out you. who you are all and right? be you. And there's nothing wrong with asking other people who you have seen succeed exactly at what you want to do so ask the right people exactly and that's what i'm saying that choose your circles there's no point surrounding yourself with people who will bring you down just because you are the superstar in that circle you have to learn to be a fish in a big ocean instead of a pond mm. i think that was very profound <laughs> please say it again <laughs> You have to learn to be a fish in the ocean and not a big a fish in a, in a pond. Sometimes it does feel good to be the fish in exactly. the pond. Exactly. And that's why you become complacent. But you see? the challenge to yourself is to, to surround push. yourself with people who are better than you so you can gravitate towards them as well. And push. You see, so there are two, there are two states in which you always are. Survival and living. Mm. If you want to survive, it's safe. Stay in your safe place. Do what is comfortable and so on and so forth. But if you want to push, you want to look at your potential, mm. things you've never done before, things that people challenge you to do, push then you're going to live. Yes. Life becomes exciting, you know. I, I, and I heard somebody once say that um, success is when you learn to make routine exciting. Mm. The routine thing, so instead of saying, oh, I'm going back to this work again, why don't you think about this thing is so boring, but I need to find some way of making it more exciting. Exactly. Immediately. Words are important, and I'm going to talk about that mm -hmm. very soon. And so let us make the choices and then use the stress, which we will feel. But the point is that I choose to convert, convert it any negative stress mm -hmm. to positive stress, which is use stress, okay? Because I want to perform. So now let's look at some of the things. I've come to work, I'm, I'm stressed out, I have this job I have to do, and I have a deadline, all right? And the targets have not been reached. Mm -hmm. Number one, ground yourself, anchor yourself, remind yourself. I think it was the first uh, program that we did, and I said, write all the positive things about yourself. You need that list to be sitting somewhere. Mm -hmm. So... Go back to that. Let's just start saying this to you over and over again. Yeah. You remember, habits are formed out of repeating things. Mm -hmm. When you repeat things, they become easier. Mm -hmm. 
all right? When things are easy, they are pleasurable. When they are pleasurable, you want to do it more often. And the more often you do it, it becomes a habit. So that's what I call the repo effect, mm. you know. So repeat, make it easy, pleasurable, often it is a habit, mm. all right? So anchor yourself. Look at your great, what we did last week. Mm -hmm. um, uh, am I being grateful? Am I relaxed? You know, what am I ex excited? Expectations, mm -hmm. all those kind of things. You look at it over and over again. Mm -hmm. Then you put yourself into a calm state. You, you're breathing and everything. Now look at that particular thing that is causing you the, the stress. So let's say I have a deadline for 4 o'clock. Mm -hmm. And I think I can't make it. Why can't you reframe? I will do as much as possible to finish this thing by four o'clock. Mm -hmm. Reframing is very important because words, remember I said you're 70% water, what you say to yourself has an effect, recrystallizes mm -hmm. your cells and everything. And there are lots of research that has been used to, to that. So yeah. instead of saying that, okay, I'll try and finish, tell yourself, I will finish. And I mean, it, it, we did that in class yesterday of, uh, on Saturday of saying that I will, somebody lifted a chair. I said, lift that chair. And the person did. The next command within seconds was try hard to lift this chair. Try hard. The same person who had lifted that chair seconds ago was now thinking about, is this chair heavy or whatever? So you see that they now they're lifting it up, but in slow motion. Mm. Because I'm emphasizing try, try hard, instead of just saying pick it up. Mm -hmm. So you have to be able to use words here so that I can do it. And how can I do it? Mm -hmm. Let me go and look at this research. Let me go and talk to this person. All those kind of things yeah. help you to be able to uh, reframe whatever the challenge is. Now, once you've reframed, then you have to focus. Remember last week I talked about the fact that when you focus, all your energies and your senses are concentrated. Your attention is on that particular uh, situation that mm -hmm. you have to uh, deal with. Now, um, what's his name now? Daniel Goldman, an emotional intelligence, mm -hmm. is now also very famous for a book he wrote on focus. Okay. And the power of focusing. Because once you focus, you know, it's an, and this is also a concept from the um, quantum physics mm -hmm. about the uh, quantum zero effect, mm -hmm. where all your energies are focused and therefore it's burning into the situation to let things happen. Mm -hmm. So it's like I talked about the Boy Scout and, you mm -hmm. know, light from the sun concentrated, and then you start to fire. Not a match, yes. Yes, you just start to fire because of the mirror and uh, all that sort of thing. So you're focusing, you must teach yourself how to focus. And that's why in one of the other weeks, I told you get a plant or something and look at it and start telling yourself. You, you are bringing, you want to put the distractions away. Put your mind in a certain place. Yes, on one particular thing. You see, multitasking is possible, but it's not about focus. You can only focus on one thing at a time, mm. but you can be multitasking, you can swing in between, mm. but you can give it the same attention, same attention yeah. all the, at the same time, okay? So um, the problem, and, and, and uh, Goldman has written a lot on uh, focus, flow, and frazzle, he calls it. Mm. You know, that when you focus, 
and you, you have you're looking at performance if you have a high performance mm -hmm. all right but low stress it's not likely to happen because you are not motivated enough yeah. in fact you become bored because uh, you know there's nothing that is pushing you to excel mm -hmm. but he says there's that point where there's just enough stress to really excite you to get you you know to do your best and which is uh, he calls the flow and uh, he gives a famous um, example of that neurosurgeon who was so concentrated during an operation that a corner of the roof fell down and he didn't hear it it just In shows the, the power of attention mm. you see your mind will go where your attention is so that's why you have to be so careful about how much time do you spend doing things extra outside of work that is related to your work not working all the time but when things happen how does this relate to my work how can i use it okay. what's the fun part of it you know so that way you are able able to uh, flow at any time and frazzling of course he said is is that point where you know um the stress is is low mm -hmm. and um you are wondering there's nothing it's, uh, um, it, it, it's, it's almost frazzled out yes. you know it's gone and, and right. I, you need to, to start again. So be prepared. Learn about your job. Don't just read things that are about if you are an engineer. Don't just think engineering, but think about creativity in engineering. Think about psychology in engineering, mm -hmm. everything. So All the possible angles. All the possible angles. So you become an, an interesting, when there's a, there's a, a, a redundancy, you're one of the last people to let, let's keep him, he will bring new ideas. Mm -hmm. But you, the same old ideas. And even when your boss gives you a job, you do exactly what he expects. No, you become interesting to your boss when you go a little beyond what he was expecting from you. Because he doesn't go to bed thinking about you. But if you did something different and did it a little bit more excited, say, yeah, that guy exactly. must be must be watched, you know. And let's see what we can do with him. So another good thing you have to do with focusing is to give yourself feedback. Mm. So when I did this, what happened? And how did this improve? How did it affect me? How did it improve my exactly. situation? Exactly. So you get more motivated and then you go on. All this is coming from the fact that I was stressed at the beginning, but I made a choice to turn it positively. Mm. And then, of course, in all this, you must be somebody who is enthusiastic and optimistic. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of research about people who are optimistic and what they can do that other people who are not can't do. I mean, when God says that we are uniquely and wonderfully made, it's amazing mm. what you can do if you can just touch the right buttons. And then, of course, um, you must find meaning and value mm -hmm. to your work. So if you are the kind of person who is always going to work uh, and you just arrive and occupy space and then you go <laughs> off again, then you're in trouble. You have to find what is the meaning, well, how valuable, even I'm staying here for just one year. What will I be remembered for? What can I do that people uh, will... So it's even interesting that when you have eustress and you're a leader of a team, it's transmitted to the team, you know, by the mirroring effect. As the team sees their leader all excited and that we can do this and so on, you see that the team, there's some cohesion that comes together for the work to be done. But lastly, what I want to talk about in terms of turning your stress 
to use stress is when you have control. Just recognize, draw a power map for yourself. What do I have direct control over in this assignment? What don't I have control over? Who can I get to influence the part that I have indirect control? And what are the parts that I can't do anything about? There's no point mm-hmm. wasting time on. You know, you hear people complaining so much as of this company and this and that. They spend so much of their energy talking about things that nothing can be done about mm-hmm. for the moment. In the present today, what can I do to improve? Whilst other people are working on the things that I can't do anything about. Who can I make friends with mm-hmm. that will help me do my job better? Some people just come to work. They have no network within the job. It's just and them. They go <laughs> and they go and sit in their cars and they are gone. Mm. And you're surprised when you get a free and nobody turns up because they don't know you. You don't have that connection. You're not them. connecting. Yes, you're not connecting. And then people, and then you say that, oh, that's for this company. They don't try they, at all. But what did you do? Or when you see that somebody is doing something or catching somebody's eye, then you have to know that, what am I doing with my power map? Everybody has a power map of any particular um, situation. And that's what makes you uh, resilient. It makes you flexible to adapt, Mm -hmm. not adopt, adapt Adapt. to different situations so that you can do um, different things. I like what you say about adapting. We'll probably be talking a bit more about it. But if you've just tuned in, this is Masterclass here on your Superstition Joy 99.7. We're spending time here in the studio with Akosia Ajiman Mark Okai, concluding our conversation on mental health in the workplace. We'll take a quick message from our sponsors when we come back. We get interactive. Your favorite on-air business development program, Joy Business Masterclass, is in session. And you can interact with us on Facebook via the Joy 99.7 FM or Joy Business pages. If you tweet, the handle is at Joy 997 FM or at Joy Business GH. Don't forget to hashtag JB Masterclass. You can also call us on 0302-216541 or send your questions and contributions through to the WhatsApp number 0551-111997 and our facilitators will address your concerns. Attention everyone, class is in progress. Welcome back. If you've just tuned in, this is Masterclass. We're interactive right now. Numbers to call 0302-216-541. That's 0302-216-541. You can also send us your comments on 055-111-1997. That's 055-111-1997. Send us your comments. Today's a concluding conversation on mental health in the workplace. What's your experience been? What have you picked up? What are you applying? How is it working for you? What is your peculiar experience? Let's share those experiences here. Let's talk to each other so that we can become better for it. We don't, we don't always need to make the same mistakes and life is also too short to make all the mistakes ourselves. So let's learn from each other's experiences. Pick up that phone, give us a call. 0302-216-541. That's 0302-216-541. Or send us your comments on 55 This is Masterclass here on your Superstation Joy 99.7. If you have any motor vehicle of any kind, Goyle has some great news for you. Your oil marketing company of choice, Goyle, keeps making life ever so convenient. Goyle now accepts Momo for all fuel purchases. Just remember to Momo it at Goyle. And that is not all. You can use your bank card or all bank cards to buy fuel at Goyle. 
So drive to the nearest gold station now and buy your fuel and pay by Momo, Bank Card or Goyle Go Card. Goyle, good energy. Goyle, Yenara, Yedia. Today's edition of Masterclass is brought to us by Goyle. Goyle, they say good energy, Goyle. Yenara, Yedia. Phone lines are now open. Numbers to call 0302-216-541. I have a caller on the line. Good afternoon. You're welcome to Masterclass. Your name and where you're calling from. Yeah, please. My name is I'm calling from Germany. So if you could just speak up a bit for me, I'm struggling to hear you. Hello. Yes, go ahead, please. You're on air. Hello. Right. I, I'm struggling to hear you there, but I'd definitely like to hear your comments and your contribution. So please call us again, 0302216541, or send us your comments on 0551111997. So while we're waiting for those phone lines to ring, I think we have just a bit more information. Maybe we'll just try and put that through and then um, once the comments start coming through we'll take those comments okay so um, what I just want to add is that life is not fair (laughs) tell me about it (laughs) but you negotiate its terms Mm. and that's why for this whole month I've been stressing the importance of you Mm. you make the choices and it is you who decide on your mental wellness. You determine what stresses you. Exactly. You determine how to react. You determine how to your interpret. Your perceptions, how you interpret and all that. A friend of mine said once, of course, I mean, he was mocking about but he said, life is not fair. That's why there's life after death. Of course, <laughs> that's not why there's life after death. But, but I mean, yeah. you couldn't be true out to the point, you know. Yes, yes. Life is not fair. Yes. But... But you live in life. You live in life. So, so you must negotiate You, you don't the have terms. a choice. You don't have a choice. <laughs> it's the terms that you can negotiate. Right. Okay. And so um, if productivity in work, the workplace depends on people, hmm. then we need people with quality minds. And one of the aspects of having a quality mind is to have mental wellness. So mental wellness is crucial, not just for the individual, but also for organizations to reach their goals, mm. right? But this is does not just happen. It must be intentional. You must take certain interventions, both the individual and management of organizations, mm. so that you use... Uh, use stress to achieve optimal performance. For example, do we have a supportive workplace? What are what do we do for team dynamics, relationships, all those soft skills? But also, how do we make our people more competent with the skills that they acquire? All right. How is the individual engagement? If the person is not engaged at work. Nothing goes on, you know. He will do the minimum that he has to do and just pass. What kinds of systems and processes do we have available um, that will help people maintain their wellness, okay? So let's not forget this. And then also, as I have said before, you are responsible. You are responsible for training your mind. Mm. No one can do it for you. You have to train your mind for wellness. Mm-hmm. 
and deciding to stress positively as to what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Then it is true that you may have gone through a lot of things where you have mental scars, that your organs may be damaged because of this cortisol constantly being in your body and all the things that we talked about that can lead to cardiovascular uh, diseases and the immune systems, affect the immune systems and so on. With all this, you can still make a change. Regardless. Regardless. Remember how we defined mental wellness. is the ability to cope in spite of all the frustrations and disappointments and, and, you know, contribute to your community. So life's not going to cut you any slack. The pressure's not going to go down just because you asked it to or just because you're overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. But you need to be able to cope better. Yes. And that's where the change comes in. And that's where the strategies which you must learn and decide on, mm. you know, to be able to use in the workplace. So if you're going through any stressful situations right now, what we're saying to you is that life's not going to catch you in the slack. It won't get better tomorrow morning. It's good that you have hope and that you pray. Hopefully, they'll get better. But assuming that they don't, which is most often the case, what we're saying is that you cope better. And when you cope better, you'll find that the stress levels will be um, significantly reduced. Yes. It doesn't mean that they've gone down. It just means you've been, you, you've you're been able to cope better. You're managing it better. Yeah. 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 And you're using it to, to be well and not to be ill. So it's all in your hands. It's all, the yes. power is with you. Yes. Very much so. And especially when you know the power of your mind. And without a better, you have 10 billion nerves at your disposal. Use it. Don't give up. So you choose what stresses you really. If you're in a situation right now, you're thinking, I'm, I'm stressed from here to tomorrow. You decide how you want to you want to react. Yeah. You know, there's there's a story of a, um, a taxi driver who picked up someone from the airport, and of course there were people who were expressing road rage and all that, and so somebody crossed him, you know, and got upset and was yelling and throwing his hands, and he just smiled and waved back, and the passenger said, "But why did you wave back? That guy was abusing you." He says, "No, he's carrying a lot of bad energy, and he's looking for a place to dump it. Yeah. I choose not to carry." His energy because he's exactly. done it he's moved on if i carry it i'm going to have to dump it to the next person but i choose to smile about it and move on which is the example you gave about the guy who got robbed in england yes, yes, and yes. he says wow that's interesting i've never been robbed yes it may be difficult it may not be um, known to you it's not something you do every day but all we're saying here on the show is that how you react and how it hurts you and how that guy said something pain me pa all of those mm -hmm. things <laughs> is how you interpret it you choose how you feel about things that happen around you. I've got Edem from Tem, our social media. Edem says, I've enjoyed Madame Akosia's lecture for this month. Thanks yeah. for educating us and helping us deal or handle better our relationships and use stress positively. Thank you. And thanks for the weekend class too. Okay, thank you so much. That's Edem yeah. um, from Tema. This one is from Winnie. It says, good day, Yawen guests. Very insightful discussions and have a great day all. This is from Sarah Amanfo. Mm. Um, thank you, Sarah. Phone lines are still open. Um, okay, I got another comment on social media. This one says, Good afternoon, Masterclass. Another great topic. My question is, how do employers get to know some problems that their employees are facing so that they can psych them up to be clear-minded to work under an appreciable condition? This is Ajiman Joseph 
um, aka Ajingo the man. Thank you for reaching out to us, mm. Joseph. Mm. But he's asking, how do employers handle mm. their employees where and mental mental conversation on mental health is yeah. concerned? So let's say that you, you know an organization has 200, 2,000 workers, mm. and you can't know everybody's um, issue. But what you could do is to create an environment that supports the wellness. And so maybe you might even have a, a unit where people can go to to talk about um, an issues. issue yeah, that they're talking about. Or you, it's like people say, well, I have an open door policy. And the door is actually open, mm. but you walk in and you look at the look on the face, and you walk out again. You know, so there must is be alignment. Says, mm -hmm. <laughs> and there must be alignment, <laughs> and there must be sync. So let's create supportive environments. I implore employees spend most of their lives at work, mm. and really, we need to give them quality uh, environment in, in which to work. Right. Yeah. So that will catch everybody. Mm. If you have the system, the supportive system, and then you have specific um, channels where people can use uh, when they have issues and they want to talk to somebody. Mm -hmm. And that's why I said the other day, there are people who, organizations who uh, don't have units, but they're affiliated to us. Mm -hmm. And so they'll direct, direct the person to come over or they actually set up a unit. Let's put out the, the contact details of Crossbridge again, okay. where you are CEO and where you offer some of these things out to corporates and to individuals. For people who are listening who want to reach out to you and say, listen, I've heard about this for the first time. I've learned that I can use my stress positively and all of that. And I want to learn more. I want to be more mentally well. Mm -hmm. How do they get to Crossbridge? Where do they find you on the internet? What numbers do they yes. call? So go to quantum-minds. Mm. Quantum-minds. 